crime, punishment, judges, legal stuff. Hammer carjackings have gotten so bad in D.C. Three um, individuals Mm. tried to steal the Secret Service vehicle carrying Joe Biden's granddaughter, Hunter Biden's daughter, Naomi. The agents (laughs) opened fire. I hope they killed every single one of them. They got away. The dudes got away. But boy, they picked the wrong car to mess with. Did they? Because they got away with it. Here's Peter Ducey of Fox. At 11.58 p.m. last night in Georgetown, which is about a mile and a half from where we're standing right now, Secret Service officers who are assigned to protect Naomi Biden, that's President Biden's granddaughter, Hunter Biden's daughter, opened fire at three people who were trying to steal one of the Secret Service vehicles. We don't know exactly what kind of a car this was, but according to the Secret Service, who just sent us a statement, Secret Service agents encountered possibly three individuals breaking a window on a parked and unoccupied government vehicle during the encounter a federal agent discharged his service weapon and it is believed no one was struck the offenders immediately fled the scene in a red vehicle and a regional lookout was issued to supporting units that means that somebody tried to steal a secret service car from the agents that were protecting the president's granddaughter and they got away they're still out there that's crazy morning that's nuts. Those guys should have been shot. Dead. Quote, <laughs> Grady Judd. Yeah. Graveyard dead. dead. You try to get anywhere near a presidential motorcade or around the president's family, you need to be shot dead. And these guys got away. Dude, I saw footage of, I, you see a lot of this stuff on Twitter, uh, of a guy trying to carjack an undercover police officer that's on a stakeout. This guy rolls up. And that I mean, immediately just gets blown away. <laughs> Good. I mean, the officer is on some sort of undercover stakeout, right? And this guy rolls up, throws open the door, and immediately the officer just unloads on this guy. I hate watching that stuff on Twitter. Actually, I mean, I'm glad that you know, I'm glad the guy's gone. Right. But I, I I don't like death and all that stuff. I don't like seeing people die on Twitter. I just happen to click on that one yeah police officers secret service agents don't mess around and a lot of times law-abiding gun owners gun, uh, gun owners don't mess around either every time a carjacker gets shot an angel gets its wings <laughs> when we remake it's a wonderful life and if we do like the radio reading of it like we've done in the past we need to customize it for 2023 anytime a carjacker gets shot an angel gets its wings Uh, The feds kind of zeroing in on some text messages from New York City's Mayor Eric Adams. Uh Oh, yeah. They they confiscated all his uh, electronic equipment, right? The seizure of his electronic devices came four days after the feds uh, armed with a warrant busted into the Brooklyn home of his lead campaign fundraiser. 25-year-old Brianna Suggs seeking documents related to contributions to the Adams campaign in 2021. Mm. The records also show travel to Turkey by campaign employees, and this could reveal more about any ties to the Turkish government. Yeah, they, they're, Eric Adams, it looked like he fast-tracked the Turkish diplomatic headquarters. Got, like, got that pushed through in his old borough, I believe. Uh, of where where he's from, so I don't know. 
it doesn't look like you get down into the weeds of this. It doesn't look like a Joe Biden, Hunter Biden situation where, hey, you know, I'm not giving you a dollar more aid until you fire that prosecutor that happens to be investigating my son and the company that he works for. I don't think it's at that level, you know, like, hey, don't forget about, you know, we sent you a bunch of cash. You better fast track this, this, these diplomatic headquarters. It doesn't seem to be that level of conspiracy. What is weird, I think, is that he has a 25-year-old person running his campaign. Fundraising, like how, especially. Like, yeah, like, I, I mean, for God's sake, how can you be a league campaign fundraiser at 25 frigging years old? Make the right connections, I guess, because I mean, fundraising is about who you know. If you've ever had to look into like fundraising of campaigns, it's a lot of handshakes, meetings, you know, Zoom calls. It's who you know. Normally, 25-year-olds don't know as many people, but maybe he was trying to tap into like a younger type of crowd. But or maybe they work cheap. That too, <laughs> 100%. Uh, Dateline, California. A man in California bought a bunch of gold bars in a back alley from a man driving an old Honda Civic. That man was <laughs> Jesse Kelly. Uh, <laughs> joking. I'm joking. He likes gold. Um, I love gold. And when banks close, it freaks him out. Uh, <laughs> sounds like this was somebody that's really dumb that fell for a scam, right? Like, let's be honest. Wait, like, wait, wait. your grandparents or older folks probably look at their email and go, wait a minute, there's a Saudi prince that wants to leave me a lot of money. Maybe I should look into this. Well, no, that's a total scam. Somebody was probably approached and said, hey, I've got all these gold bars. Meet me in this back alley. I'll cut you a deal. I'm going to be the guy driving the old Honda Civic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, both people are at fault here, I think. Right. I mean... But it's not illegal uh, to be an idiot, though. Yeah. I mean, you're buying gold bars on the black market, some guy, <laughs> in the back of a trunk, and you and that's a very specific number, $21,000. I wouldn't even think I could get away with something like that if I had a bunch of gold bars that looked real. I'd be like, hey, yeah. Uh, Give me 50 bucks, I'll give you all this. That's, that probably would have been my number if I was the, the 50 criminal. bucks. Yeah, 50 bucks. You get a you get a carload full of gold bricks. The investigator is still trying to find the seller, but they're looking for an old Honda Civic in California, and somebody's got an extra $21,000 on them. <laughs> like, man, you're right, though. You can't be this dumb. I don't know if you're old. I don't know if you're just a moron. But if you want to buy gold, you don't meet some dude in a back alley and make him open up his trunk. That's not how this normally works. If you have named your dog Chucky, somebody's going to think about the Child's Play doll. Yeah, Child of the Movie. Yes. Yeah. Here's a stranger going off on a woman for giving the name Chucky to her beautiful <laughs> dog. That's a beautiful dog. What's the baby name? Chucky. Oh, hell no. Y'all know you didn't do that to that baby. <laughs> Your name Chucky for real. Come here, baby. Man, if my mama named me something like Chucky, baby, I would bite her ass. You understand me? You look too good to be called Chucky, baby. She doesn't look like a Chucky? Hell no. She ain't look like Chucky. <laughs> Are you sure you wasn't watching Chucky? Chucky? What? Baby, get your own job. Get you your ID, get your birth certificate, and change your name. <laughs> I love it. It's hilarious. 
Getting a lecture for the name Chucky. I I, I just, it it takes me back to my days where I'd go over to my dad's on the weekends and again, add child's play to the list of movies I was way too young to be watching with my dad. When they make a movie, the the Nigel origin story, it's going to be dark. (laughs) Just a dark, dark story. It was was Freddy Krueger when I was nine (laughs) years old. It It was child's play. It was, I mean, cuss words left and right. Uh, but it was also Revenge of the Nerds and and movies. I, I watched the movies with my dad that he wanted to watch. He Porky's. Yeah. Oh, Porky's was one of them for sure. I didn't <laughs> understand half the jokes. All I knew when I was with my dad, especially the dirty, you know, you know, sex comedies and stuff, was that he he would die laughing. And when he <laughs> like, I didn't understand, but I laughed with him. I didn't know what I was laughing at. I just knew that I was a pair of boobs on my TV and is laughing hysterically. And what's weird, if you watch those movies now, like if you go back and rewatch some of those movies, I don't know what it is, man. Late 70s, early 80s boobs were different. Yeah. They totally were. Like more pointy. <laughs> I, I can't explain it. I'm not a doctor. Uh, Allison, if you have anything to add to this conversation, you can weigh in. 70s, 80s boobs were different. I, I don't want Allison to weigh in on this. No uh, comment. Yes. Thank you. Sorry, HR. Dateline, Massachusetts. A Massachusetts woman was accidentally sent $20,000 worth of scratch-off lottery tickets to her house. The tickets were originally sent for an, a liquor store that was nearby, but they got the address wrong, and this woman had $20,000 worth of scratchers dropped off at her house. <laughs> now, she did the right thing. She promptly returned them to the Massachusetts lottery. Here is Danielle. This is a joke, thinking it's like like joke tickets, until I looked at the receipt and it valued $20,000 worth of scratch tickets. As I'm discussing with, you know, um, one of my employees, we our values are like, do the next right thing. And so uh, we looked at the receipt, where it's supposed to go, and went to return the box. I played the tape out through my mind, you know, what would happen if I kept these? Would I be able to sleep at night? You know, those kind of things. And it was like, no, the right thing to do is to go return it. You know, I love how this woman thought that if she had decided to keep the tickets that were accidentally sent to her house, the lotto tickets, like she could just go through them all and scratch them off and cash them in. Right. They track that stuff. Right. Like each one of those tickets that she was mistakenly delivered, like they all have serial numbers and barcodes. Yeah. You can't, they're probably not even activated yet. There like, was some moron in Shelbyville that tried to do this. Because I used to work in Shelbyville at the casino. Really? And it was a person that was also banned from the casino. A well-known former athlete in the area. But, yeah, moron thought that if you steal the lottery tickets and scratch them off, you can return them for the money. They're immediately flagged. <laughs> right. I, I'm sure a- after a day or two of these, uh, the, the, the scratch-off tickets not be, I mean, I'm sure that was immediately flagged, you know? That doesn't, it's just so funny how she thought, oh, yes, I did the right thing, but I thought about it. I thought about keeping it, but no, I did the right thing. Lady, you would have been busted. You would have gone to jail. Right. (laughs) Lottery fraud. It's the Hammer and Nigel show.